0: So, imagine that your entire income, like, so, you know, most of us, we go to our jobs and uh, we get our paycheck from our jobs and we take our paycheck to the bank and then our jobs, you know, they say, fuck you, whatever. But imagine if your entire income came from rental properties, if that other was the
1: people's paychecks. Other people's paychecks. You
0: down with OPP?
2: <laughs> other people's paychecks?
0: No. But, nope. pe- <laughs> OPP. OPP. <laughs> you ain't down <laughs> with me, bitch. Other people's paychecks.
1: <laughs> I mean, I saw a tweet a week, a month, a year ago, who knows now. Sometime since I've been homebound. That said... Uh, I, I've always known I was living paycheck to paycheck, but who knew my landlord was also living from my paycheck to my paycheck?
2: <laughs> who knows? Or I like the ones that are like, I should be able to claim them on my taxes.
1: <laughs> my landlord is a dependent. <laughs> I should get an extra $500 from my landlord's baby ass. It is
2: It is. It is funny. It's. It, uh, is it Adam Smith? Is the uh, <laughs> the one that even found uh, landlords reprehensible.
0: Adam Smith rocks, man. I like Adam. Or not Smith Adam Smith. Broke. Who was it? Who's Adam Smith?
2: Not Adam Smith. That's Adam.
0: <laughs> Wealth of Nations. Tanya, ever heard of it?
1: All white dudes are the same.
0: Wow! 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 <laughs> wow! Speak uh, coming from a white person. <laughs> They
1: all look the same.
0: You don't. You don't have our audience. You may have uh, our audience tricked, but you don't have me and Tom tricked. we Okay. We've, we've known you long enough to know that you are, in fact, white.
1: <laughs> I think I know that too. <laughs> most days.
0: Um, no. Uh, it's it's been crazy to watch. Um. People post their text exchanges and email exchanges with their landlords. And um, their landlords are just unrelenting because, like, total maniacs. Of these, yeah, just psychopaths. Like they, as as you were saying before we started to record this, Tom. Like they are just not having it. They are not accepting, like, no for an answer. They're not accepting uh, people telling them, like, I just literally. Like we today we're recording this on the day that 6.6 million unemployment claims were filed. Like that's
1: 6.6 that's million six, today. Yeah.
0: That's 6.6 million people who probably don't know how they're going to pay rent, but also I know for a fact that number has to be higher because I know just two people close to me, who were not able to file unemployment claims in Kentucky because the fucking site has just been dog shit. It's just absolutely crashed. Two people who weren't able to file their unemployment claims and that's just me anecdotally. So that that number has to be so much higher than 6.6.
1: Well, every day when Andy gives his presidential address uh, from wherever the fuck he is, safe, uh, he says if you just keep trying i know the system is broken down just spend all of your days with your kids at home with you instead of teaching them please (laughs) just continue to try to make our broken website work and even when you get an email that says you're not eligible for unemployment please we're going to review all those and you still might be have no fear don't worry stay calm i'm going to
0: I'm going to need you to hit the refresh button on the, on the page. Hit the refresh button.
1: Is that have what you it unplugged says? your computer? <laughs> have you tried unplugging and replugging in your computer? <laughs>
0: yeah. Reset the modem and hit the refresh button. And, Is that uh, what he's
2: maybe...
1: saying? No. <laughs> but I did. My internet has been fucked, and I had a bubby come in here this week to look at it. And of course, it was working while he was here, so he said he couldn't do nothing. And he literally did have the audacity to ask me if I had reset the router.
2: Question number said, two. Buddy, Question it's number 20
1: two.
2: fucking 20 Question number 2 is Did you stay 6 feet away from each other
1: Yeah I didn't get off the couch <laughs>
2: that go- <laughs> I was going <laughs> to let Louie eat, eat him alive pie factory, pies.
1: <laughs> I had a lap full of Fucking weird flowers I was trying to de-stem and shit I don't know I'm trying to turn into a green witch We're all going to be herbalists by the end of this Eating our fucking kudzu Because we don't have any. know what else to fucking do
0: Hey, Kudzu's cool. I like Kudzu.
2: Oh,
1: fuck you and Kudzu. I
0: had some Kudzu
2: jelly recently. It wasn't too bad. Where were we at? I was going to say something novel.
0: I'm sure. Was it about landlords?
2: Yeah, either that or the novel coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) Which is goddamn. When we get to that, stick a pin in that. That shit is. Yeah. Yeah, it was about landlords what was it about landlords
0: was it about the, that about how the big not... poopy
2: butt babies
0: yes they're that, that
2: they their
1: poopy butt babies yeah that's that was it
2: Let, let's talk about this for a second any memorable landlords
1: well my current landlord literally texts me and she was like hey don't even worry about April rent and I was like what and she was like yeah there's just no need for anyone to be stressed out right now more than they already have to be
2: uh, the old cool landlord routine huh?
1: <laughs> the old cool routine She does stay with me every time she's in town, so it's kind of like she has set up her own Airbnb. (laughs)
2: Yeah, that's the upshot. Um, No, I
0: think it was about the fact that, like, they... You know, lacking any kind of enforcement coercion or, or mechanism or whatever from states, they will they They are unrelentless, they will absolutely because like guess what we live in a landlord's economy we live in a in a in a real estate economy basically like, yeah um, yeah
2: no, it's true it's it's uh I got a text from my landlord. This is the funniest thing I've been on her for like God since like October, and because some maintenance guys came here to fix my hot water heater. And then said, "Hey, you've got like multiple things on one breaker. If that's a that's like not up to code. You need to talk to your landlord about getting that fixed." And so I texted her the next day and was like, "Hey, the guy that came said this, and he also said that you know I need like a uh, the pipe coming out of my heating unit needs to be double walled instead of single wall because over time it'll just eat right through that. It could be a fire hazard or something."
0: Gotta get that double wall, dog. Gotta
2: get the double wall. And uh, I didn't hear anything until the other day in the middle of a fucking pandemic. Hey, it got a guy coming over to fix your uh, your breaker in the double wall thing. And I was just like, <laughs> nobody's coming in this motherfucker right now. I hate to break it to you. You should have worried about that three or four months ago. You know what I mean? Oh, you
1: shut her down. You were like, not today.
2: No, I said, I'm not going to. No, nobody's going to breach my bubble. I've got everything. <laughs> no, they come over and passes. Bubble boy will not passes. be breached. They come over from this passes in like March of 2022. <laughs> uh, I got double water, motherfucker, myself.
1: Tom, my personal favorite is when uh, the roof of your apartment split like the Red Sea, <laughs> and rain filled your living room.
2: There, you know, he, you kitchen. know. You know he, for he, days. he let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. He raised my rent like recently, citing mm-hmm. that the expenses used to like keep up the property are costing me this, this, and this, and like da 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 da. And I just just thinking back. You all remember that one winter, Tanya, This when we all started hanging out, and I got the fucking flu. I was like laying in my bed shivering, and. Uh, <laughs> the heat the heat heat and air never worked like in the winter time when me and terrence lived there it was like fucking 50 degrees in the house in the summertime it was 96 like dangerous (laughs) uh
1: tom i remember that because every every single thing was shut completely down because i was polar vortex oh yeah it was the polar vortex because i stayed at your apartment so that i could walk to work because i lived out in the county and my office was downtown And so I could like walk to the bar and the restaurant. I just couldn't stand the thought of being snowed in at my house for a month. And so I was staying there and you were uh, dead from the flu or something. And I was literally partying in the living room high as a kite when, I won't say his name, showed up with a backhoe digging snow off of Main Street. (laughs) That's how bad it was. That's how fucking cold it was. Yeah. I took him coffee and brownies at, like, 2 a.m.
2: That shit was so fucking, but I just think about that, and I just get palpably angry at him <laughs> Say nothing of having worked for him, but, like, I just get palpably angry that, like, I was laying there with the flu, sick as a fucking, like, sicker than I've ever been in my fucking life, and with the, no, the worst thing in the world is to have the chills, but the chills, and you can't get, like, warm on top of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's like 50-something fucking degrees in the house. You come in the summertime, and it's 90-something. Me and Terrence literally had fans in every goddamn window of that house. And to have the audacity to say, oh, yeah, it's just costing me too much. Like, motherfucker, like, when the fucking wall, when the fucking ceiling caved in, you didn't fucking fix it all the way anyway. (laughs) I had to go buy a fucking dry vac to fucking go up there and, like, fucking suck the water out of that pan every day. I just... I don't know. Anyway, landlords are terrible.
1: (laughs) There's a memorable one, Terrence, to to answer your question. That's a memorable landlord.
0: That was Tom's question, in fact.
1: Oh. Answered himself. Um.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, you can just literally make your rent uh, whatever number you arbitrarily decide, and, like, that's your income for the month. (laughs) <laughs> it's fucking crazy. <laughs>
2: yeah, it must be nice to just be able to set you know, whatever lifestyle you want and then charge accordingly.
0: You're like, yeah. yeah I, how much money do I want to make this month? Uh, let's see. I don't know. $100,000. <laughs> and You fucking adjust accordingly. It's incredible. <sighs>
1: yeah. Um, I, I mean, people are organizing rent strikes all over right now. And... In a rural place, I mean, not, they're not all the same because I have friends in Pike County whose property manager literally showed up to their door demanding to see the money order before they mailed it. They're like, let me see your money order before you mail it because they mailed their money order for their rent to Florida. But the local property manager showed up to say, we need to confirm that you actually bought a money order before it gets mailed. We're trying to Why? make sure. He, he actually told her that the property the owner the landlord in florida listen to the, listen to how fucking insane this is said that he's having trouble keeping track of who's actually paying rent and not
2: that sounds like a personal problem yeah
1: <laughs> seriously and, but this, this, think about all the things that that implies this motherfucker has so much property he can't make heads or tails of it he's got so many rent checks coming in he can't even sort it out that that is well, completely fucking insane
0: Uh, Here's the thing. Um, So, if you've got 6.6 million people unemployed, and and again, that's just the numbers we know of. Who fucking knows how high that number actually is. Like, you have to do some kind of, uh, I don't know, you have to do some kind of, like, bailout for the everyday working person. (laughs) Like... I think that this is apparently the big question right now for like economists um, it's like how do you make a an economy have low demand because you want people to not buy shit but you also at the same time like it's one of the contradictions of capitalism playing out in front of our eyes Like because you have to have people buying shit for the whole thing to sort of function and that's why they want to open the economy back up but like if you can't pay rent, you can't fucking pay rent. But like, it's a public safety and health issue to where you can't evict people. If you put if you put people out on the street, you're creating more vectors for disease spread. Um, but he but the thing that is so morbid about it is that if it was any other government, um, they'd be would probably be able to handle this mostly okay. You know, like, these ghouls are all just technocrats and they live for shit like this to where they can sort of administrate. But, like, with the Trump administration, they're all fucking crooks. (laughs) And so there's no fucking way that any of us are ever going to see any of that money. Even the $1,200, they've already, like, started adding on all kinds of, you know, means testing and, and other prerequisites. And so it's like, even if they wanted to, like give us the that money and stuff, which obviously they don't. I don't even know if they could like actually do it. Like because they're so fucking stupid and incompetent.
1: And just fucking evil. Like these people's <laughs> paradigm is to truly at their core hate poor people.
0: To hate poverty. To hate literally hate. Well, they can hate poor people all they want, but they have to if they want an economy, they're gonna have to build poor people out because they need people yeah. consuming again. This, this is
2: this is, well, this, is and- this is the thing too. And I heard I heard Boots Riley say this. This it, it was a smart thing. It's like the whole like autom autom like like sort of automation thing is really just, like, a, a threat to workers. You know what I mean? It's, like, just to keep them, like, on their toes and, like, sort of subservient to the bosses because, like, what what they think we don't know is that robots don't buy shit. You know what I mean? Like, you still have to have some sort of system in order for these fuckers to stay rich where we we keep buying their shit. And, like... There needs to be demand. Right, Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I mean, it's it's laughable. I, I mean, it's it, it's always unclear to me if they actually believe the things they say. I mean, most uh, for the most part, I just think that it can't be. But to think that even even giving every single person twelve hundred dollars, which they're not even going to do or even saying they're going to do, it's very limited already. But the this twelve hundred dollars was never going to spur the economy. No one was going to use that to buy shit. Everyone was going to have to use that to to fucking pay their bills.
0: Pay their bills exactly. They're going to have to use it to pay rent and debt. And that's going to create an even worse problem because, again, you don't have things circulating through the economy.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was never, <laughs> never going to. It was just not happening.
0: I'm like, I'm just fucking losing it. Like, like the contradictions, like, the way they're all playing out, I mean, so, like, think about this. Here's a thought experiment. All My entire week, so I, I've just had insomnia, so none of this is going to make sense. I have not been able to sleep in days. <laughs> but, like... It's just been thought experiment after thought experiment, and one thing I was thinking about yesterday is, like, so people are saying that this thing is going to come back in the fall, right? Like, it's the COVID, that is, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I'm like, could you imagine a scenario when it comes back right before the general election, and they have to, like, basically call the general election off? Well... If uh, if this was the Obama administration, you know these people, the Obama people are are evil, but they're technocrats, and so I could conceivably see them saying, "All right, well, it's finally time to reform the electoral system. It's finally time to do mandatory voter registration, and more importantly, digital uh, voting infrastructure. Basically, they will allow you to vote at home. You know what I mean? Because that's you know most countries are moving in that direction." it would be like something that the Obama administration or any sort of liberal technocratic administration would do. But I could see them in in November. A, if they have to do that, if this thing does come back and the, and the elections have to be postponed, even if the Trump administration wanted to do that, to make voting an at-home thing or whatever, but they don't want to, but even if they wanted to, B, there's no conceivable way they could even fucking pull it off because they're so fucking stupid. They can't even get basic equipment to people like PPE and all this other shit. Like they're so fucking dumb. Like I, th- I, I genuinely wonder if we really are just gonna see a shedding of the whole democratic facade in general, and we're just like, all right, well, it's just monarchy. Just know, because baby. it's easy.
2: Just because it's easier. <laughs> exactly it's so, like hey well i don't know trump's the grand potentate now and the funny part is the funny part is is like even with like the 1200 hundred dollar checks or whatever they can't even give a firm timeline when those are coming like they like i think most people agree like people need cash now or whatever like that was the big thing like the jg wentworth song they were singing a couple weeks ago God, and man. and the timeline i've seen has varied from three weeks to four months (laughs) (laughs) literally it's just
1: it don't make a lick of sense
2: it's like the shipping time for Trillbilly shirts
0: (laughs) dude that is so true i mean like
1: (laughs) i'm glad tom can finally be in on the joke
0: people dumber than us are running the uh, the world and that should scare you <laughs> that
2: should <laughs> that should give you pause
0: yeah <laughs> truly uh, everything is an illusion now though i mean everything look at look look like these unemployment numbers like they they released the unemployment numbers 2 weeks ago and it was like 3.3 3. and the actual filings just this week were like almost 7 million <laughs> Like so so that we know that's a lie in and of itself. But then, like, I don't know if you guys saw this, but on BuzzFeed today, or or maybe actually this was from a week ago on March twenty fifth, they had an article where they had interviewed nurses and doctors and they were like, Oh, COVID numbers are way higher like the death numbers are way higher than they're saying. Because like doctors and nurses were noticing that people who had died of coronavirus were listed as dying from pneumonia or some other like COPD or some other sort of pulmonary. So the numbers problem. are
2: probably exponentially higher.
0: Yeah, they nothing is are. real. Nothing is real. It's uh,
2: also real. if you had if you had like a cold or the flu that was just like a little bit worse than anything you've ever had, you probably had it like in January yep. or whatever.
1: Yeah, and m- meanwhile, this the Finch. What's his fucking name? Over uh, infectious diseases? Fauci. Fauci, Fouls. yeah.
2: Finch.
0: Whatever. <laughs> Dr. <Whatever>. Finch. <laughs> Atticus Finch.
1: <laughs> He's been getting death threats. This man has had to hire security. He is getting death threats currently. From the MAGA people? Yeah. I don't even know. I don't even <laughs> fucking know. I imagine... But yeah, he's getting so many daily death threats. He had to hire a whole security team. Also, I fucking had to talk, I I was on the phone with a coworker yesterday that's in Alaska. She said that yes, literally just yesterday, which I know this crazy shit just came out yesterday, the fucking governor the governor of Georgia. That that fucking killed me. Literally dead. <laughs> we have we have to talk about this dumb motherfucker. Yeah. But <laughs> Besides that, this th- I have not seen this in the news feed that she told me. They had to fire the, a CEO of one of the biggest hospitals in Alaska yesterday because she was literally sharing conspiracy theory memes about SARS and election cycles. The oh. CEO yeah. of a
0: hospital. Well, the Trump people don't understand that this is actually beneficial for them. Like... like Look, just lean into it. You'll get your king, God, King Trump. Like, Biden has proven that he's not doing a goddamn thing. Today he was talking. Where is he he at? Where is he at? Today he was talking about meeting with Trump and, like, congratulating him about everything.
2: (laughs) What? What?
0: This is what we've been saying the
2: whole fucking time. Well, you're not far off because the motherfucker was like, somebody said to him, oh, uh, uh, you think Trump has done a bad job handling this? And he was like, I've not, I don't believe in criticizing the president or like what? criticizing this moment.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's, it's, this is all playing out like a science fiction novel. It's, just, well, it's, it's very difficult to believe every day.
0: <clears throat> what you were referencing a second ago was the <laughs> the governor of Georgia. Georgia?
2: <laughs> Who, stole, a
0: who clearly conference.
1: stole an election
0: oh yeah that, that election was probably stolen in and of itself but the governor Absolutely. was like he was like uh, uh well we just found out in the last 24 hours that asymptomatic coronavirus can actually be spread
2: I, rest I some... found out about asymptomatic coronavirus uh, about February 10th of this year so literally literally <laughs> uh, fucking 8 weeks ago <laughs> Explain
1: to me, though. Here, that I have to know what what's actually happened here. There's only a few options. There's no way that 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 was actually the truth, right? Surely, right, right. If, There's no if, right. One, if that's actually the truth, he would have never admitted it. He he. Some someone convinced him that it would play ignorance would play well in this time. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened Because, and the other option is that he knew. Obviously, he knew all this time. Well, let me just let me just say, what was the craziest to me is that he had a literal press conference. Yeah, <laughs> he stood outside, miles away from the CDC headquarters. I might add,
0: probably yes, yeah, exactly. They're, literally, they're, a th- few the miles.
1: capital, the capital of Georgia, is walking distance from the headquarters of the Center for Disease Control. <laughs> 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 And it's not not that they've put out all the information they could have, but they've been pretty clear about that point since jump.
0: I, like, I want imagine if you're a bureaucrat who has spent your entire life working your way up the rungs of the ladders at the CDC, and then something like this happens, and the governor of Georgia, who has been at the fucking state capitol building for the last I don't know two years or so, comes out and says that you've got to just be like. Oh my fucking God, dude. You have got to be contemplating (laughs) suicide. I can't. Well, this
1: is another thing. I have not heard anything. I have not seen it. Have you all seen any news outlets about higher suicide rates this month, this past month? Have you all seen anything in the U.S.? I, I haven't. Me neither. But my mom told me on the phone yesterday after she, she this bitch pulled a, a good april fools that's her favorite day of the fucking year Sheila's a goddamn maniac and so i called her immediately to cuss her out over this april fools bullshit but then she she went off to be like you need to loosen up you're watching too much news you're too stressed out about this and she said that on <laughs> Her local news, which is Knoxville, she gets the Knoxville News. She's right on the border of Tennessee and Virginia. And Knoxville News has reported multiple days in a row about the spike in suicide rates already. Like, local news is already reporting on this. And I was like, holy shit, I haven't seen any reports about that.
0: Yeah, there's going to be a weird... um disconnect between local news uh, affiliates that love the most macabre, morbid shit, and the Trump administration that's just trying to paint the rosiest picture. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> it's so fucking embarrassing, dude. I mean, there are military
1: ships right now that are, are like, are have, cor- like, coronavirus is running through their ship, and they've, like, begged for help, and they're not getting any. Right?
2: <laughs> but the I wonder? Funny th- the, the funny thing is, if you, did you see the uh, Trump press conference yesterday?
1: On venezuela what
2: where he was like uh you know he's doing his thing where he was like yeah and if you know and if they got something to say about it they'll pay a big price talking about he's talking about iran or anybody that was like sort of you know an ally of of venezuela or anything that's like with what motherfucker it's like (laughs) (laughs) pay with what they're digging mass graves right now yeah, it's like, well. Also, it's like if they're going to get sick themselves and everything, you can't have a bunch of people with coronavirus uh, doing your little imperial fucking whims.
1: Jesus. Yeah, yeah. What what army does he have now?
2: Yeah. Well, we're at, of coro- we're at the end of history, friends. Let's make no mistake <laughs> about. <it>. Like, <laughs> let's. The, I I, th- I, th-
0: Qu- I quote the end of history Wait. The guy, I don't know if you saw this, Tom, but the guy who came up with that term, Francis Fukuyama, on his Instagram page, he posted a picture of like his backyard, I guess, and it just says "Cheer up, everyone." Oh my god!
2: <laughs> oh my god! It, you know what it what it really reminds me of is, you know, the the episode we did with Hannah Gaze about, you know. Uh, just how kind of weird things were in The Soviet Union toward the end And the Soviet psychics and all that stuff It, it It's just kind of like that And the hyper normalization thing We're like we know this is fucking bizarre And We just can't stop watching And we just hope that it You know
1: <laughs> What else do we have to do but to watch this train Just wreck further and fr- just Continue to derail
0: That's something <clears throat> It really is well, I mean, I don't know, like it's 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 pretty fascinating like um well there was something specifically you were saying that in reference to Tom, like it wasn't just what where, we were talking about that? What were you talking about that in reference to? Like there was something really weird in history.
2: The Russian thing? Yeah. Oh yeah uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger being cooped up with a mini pony
0: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Yeah that's what it was
2: <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger is, uh, is uh, self-isolating with a mini, a burrow and a mini pony no, Nobody knows why <laughs>
0: <laughs> That for Triboli's fans that is episode 97 That's a good episode with Hannah Gaze. Yeah, there you're right. There are a lot of parallels, but just with how surreal and absurd <laughs> everything is. Like Elon Musk sending a bunch of CPAP machines to a hospital and calling them ventilators. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. god.
2: What? Yeah, that just just yeah, it's Oh my god. Like if if we're fortunate enough to come out on the other side of this in something that's within a range of whole Like, the first thing we should do is banish people like Elon Musk. Like, these people should not be venerated any longer. No. Know what I'm saying? Uh, Bill Gates, all these people that sort of, they're, they retreated.
1: I saw a, um, on Means Morning News this morning, their Rich Dick segment, uh, Very similar to our deeply, deeply diseased segment (laughs) was about a motherfucker in California who who bought up a hospital in Philly only to close it down and is going to put condos or something on the very like expensive property. The fucking city or state approached him asking him if they could open it back up during this difficult time and negotiations fell through because he wanted a million dollars a month to reopen that hospital. Damn
2: it. Was a the million... The Philadelphia guy? Yeah. He's
1: he's in Cali. The hospital's in Philly.
2: Imagine that. Out, absentee landlords.
1: These motherfuckers. I'm about to map every single... All the rental property I know of in Letcher County. Because in rural places, we know most of these motherfuckers. And yes, instead, that's true. And all, that's what I was saying. I was like, if they... We could at least, at least make their life a little fucking harder. At least. I mean, I would say what is there maybe there's probably like 10 or 15 or less landlords in the in the city limits of whitesburg that's how few there are that own everything right tom
2: uh yeah basically you have uh yeah there's, i can only maybe yeah. five or six off the top of my head and then like you know like the apartments that are on the corner above the record store yeah those are those are all owned by out of out of town like out of absentee landlord
1: that bill i thought that whole building was owned by that old woman
2: yeah, she doesn't live in Wattsburg. That was my point.
1: Oh, gotcha. Okay.
2: I'm about to map every
1: fucking rental I know of in Letcher County. In 10 years, I've, I've had five landlords. I've lived in t- five different places in 10 fucking years. And we, cause we literally know most of these people. And so instead, instead.
0: <laughs> I'm in- sorry. I was just thinking about the 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 general theory of Tanya's life, which is that Tanya moves every two years in the way that you just said 10, five different places in ten years I was like, yeah actually that that mathematically adds up
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: sorry <Continue.
1: laughs> and it's true i count I was like, oh, who, who, who do I who have I paid money to to live in the last ten years? and so it's, i mean it feels like even easier what would be easier than a rent strike where we live is a land is to like rally these fucking landlords and put enough pressure on them to come up with some type of demands or like a community standard that we're gonna push and i can tell you right now it ain't just gonna be fucking waiving late fees these motherfuckers are in my mansion like oh i'm gonna waive late fees
2: oh thank you life is full of something you shouldn't be fucking doing anyway
1: and when apparently for, I've heard also when people have called people who own like a whole fucking apartment complex, they've been like, well, rent is still do, but we will uh, work with people on a, on a case by case basis. No motherfucker. You're not going to make pe- everybody call and grovel to you every single month for the rest of eternity. The rest, I mean, this is going to be this whole fucking year. There's no way this is turning around anytime fucking soon. They've already basically today, the, the, Governor's going to announce that school's off till fucking fall, that's for sure, because they're meeting with all the superintendents this year. They've already basically said that in Tennessee, where my sister's kids go. It's just fucking... This is insane. This is going to last at least six months, probably a year, if not longer, because because of what we've already said. We have complete fucking maniacs at the helm. And we're not going to spend every single month of our lives trying to, like... While all this is going down, there is no reason for rent to be hanging over people's head like this. Every single month, like every 30 days, it's just going to be the same fucking maniacal. I mean, it already does. But this is just like seven million people are unemployed. (laughs) This is insane.
0: Yeah. Like, but again, yeah, like we were saying, like, they're not really going to have any option because it doesn't look like people are going back to work anytime soon. Uh, It doesn't look like this is ending anytime soon. Um
1: well I'm gonna call a few people and try to write down the name of every single landlord I know in Letcher County and get a as as exhausted a list as I can. I know uh a friend of a friend's mama owns like three trailer parks. Almost all the trailer I mean there are any there's probably what, ten trailer parks in all of Letcher County?
2: Yeah, probably mm. more than that. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the thing about trailer parks, it's pretty fascinating. Um a lot of the trailer parks around here are uh aren't really trailer parks in the sense that you would think of them they are parceled out pieces of land um that have uh trickled down over the years from like um basically through generations of like land holding families and uh, and so Usually that land is left to, a, like, a whole family, and so they'll just put, like, 20 trailers on it, and, uh, I don't know, it's weird, I, I, there's not, like, a single landowner for it, it's, like, all of the families own it, it's, they're all, they're kind oh, of, like, their right, own or land- it's, like, all,
1: all the siblings, or something, yeah. is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. there's it's a like, name for it, it's called, like, intestate property or some i don't know what the fucking word well
1: in the trailer park where my sister lives it's in kentucky all everyone owns their trailer they pay lot rent
2: yeah that's the other way they do it it's like you just pay an exorbitant fee to park it somewhere because yeah it's like
1: truly it's like two hundred dollars a month for a plot that ain't much bigger than the trailer like she doesn't have a yard yeah and then just street parking
2: yeah yeah, and that's the, that's the other way. That's the other way they fuck you if you're poor. It's like, you know, they, if you don't even have a piece of land to put it on, they'll, hey, we'll give you about a 25 by whatever, however however long your Fleetwood is to, you know. Yeah. Well. And, and basically ahead,
1: every trailer park I know of is in a floodplain and they and they give them all because they're in floodplains they have to go a little extra mile to advertise so they name them all this cute stuff like riverview and riverside that is like, a good
2: that is a good point <laughs> water,
1: <Tana>. water 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 <laughs> terrace river
2: Literally. court river all of t- them the two on the top of my head in Letcher county river court and riverside are like both yeah like down yeah right by the creek at a flood that is a good they're point in yeah floodplain. it's usually like subprime uh, You know land that you're putting that shit on too It's and land
1: so, you could never sell Ever yeah, No just, one would buy and you can't build on it No yeah. homeowner's insurance will insure you to build In floodplains can't do it right. They will not insure your house at all anymore And so they have to do fucking. They have to turn them into trailer parks
2: This country is just exceedingly Cruel to poor and working people Like In, in like little subtle ways You don't even think about Like yeah. I was thinking about this when you were talking about usury Earlier and what the scriptures in the Bible had to say I about. I knew.
1: I knew you would knew immediately. I saw, I told Michella, I said, when he come up in my mentions talking about fucking uh, goddamn late feasts, I was like, Michella, I, I guarantee. I was like, I know this is in the Bible. I'm going to ask Tom right now. It's going to be Ezekiel twenty twenty nine or some bullshit.
2: <laughs> and immediately, he immediately fucking Exodus twenty four thirty eight. Usury is a sin. Well, it's funny. It's like, you know, God. God, uh, for all of his, you know, vengeful and wrathful ways in the Old Testament, really didn't hate that much. Like, you know, he hated a proud look and a few other things. But, um, <laughs> he really, a hairy leg. He really, really hated interest. And it's funny that this whole <laughs> this whole country is predicated on interest rates and, you know, we're a God-fearing nation and all this stuff. Debt. Debt and leveraging debt and all these different sort of financial Instruments and techniques that I don't fully understand, mostly because they're made up, not because I'm stupid. Thank you. But because <laughs> they they're not real. But it's it's funny that like the one God everybody prays to had a. L- l- I mean, I could show you multiple places in the scriptures where hated hated interest. <laughs>
1: well and it's it it just it goes to show it's pretty it's pretty brazen that the first goddamn thing that they did to try to spur the economy was lower fucking interest rates you know it's just like this is this is their this is their bread and butter they know they know that it's like oh what can we do what can we do
2: That's lower interest rates, so people just buy shit on credit they don't need, you know? And
1: then when I, when I tag some local fucking landlords and ask them what they're doing to help tenants this month, they are literally, in my mentions, talking about late fees. Well, we're going to leave late fees. Well, fuck you if you've ever charged a fucking late fee, you bastard.
0: Well, that, <clears throat> this, is, this gets at, like, why these recessions just kind of keep getting worse. It's like so much of the economy is built on debt, but wages have stagnated wages aren't growing and so it's like like at what point do all of those bills come due (laughs) kind of feels like right now might that might be happening (laughs) i don't know it's pretty fucking it's pretty morbid Um, i
1: can't remember what i even posted now but a maga motherfucker was on my twitter recently that And he said literally, I, I can't even remember what I said. It must have been about rent. Because he said, oh, uh, landlords and banks are supposed to go under, I guess. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you're getting it right. Exactly. They've been leeching off all of us for long let's, enough, let's motherfucker. Just, here's what I
2: say to all that. Let's just see what happens. <laughs> let's
1: see let's how see the, the invisible shot.
2: hands. I mean, really, we, I mean, really, I mean, there's a, you know, yeah, let's just see what happens. Nowhere to go but up. <laughs> I was it was so funny. I got to a really dumb fight over Joseph Stalin of all people in in a group DM my friends from college, and it was the classic like you know socialism versus capitalism thing or whatever. Like, oh well, why doesn't socialism work and all this kind of stuff. And these guys pointed out to me that like in the earlier days of of the Stalin administration. <laughs>
1: oh my God! Top,
2: when they these were are literally
1: get, this is, these are literally your frat brothers.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you know they were talking about like about an eighteen month eighteen month period where there was like starvation and like all these horrible things where they were trying to get central planning of agriculture off the ground. And they were like, "Aha!" You know that was their "Aha!" their Eureka moment in the debate. And I was like, "Guys, let me tell you about something called the Great Depression that lasted." a little bit longer than 18 months you know and it's like not that that to say that like Stalin is great or good or any of that kind of stuff or to give points to any of that stuff but it's like the dissonance when you're talking about this fucking craven ass country versus everybody else like why, why do we get a longer leash when we've killed infinitely more people with this cruel system and we continue to do it and but at the same time acting like we're this like city on the hill where the light's always out you know
1: it's it's it is, it is it's it's pretty close to unforgivable at this point to um, to dance for capitalism to defend capitalism. It's completely it, it's reprehensible. It's craven. It's it's maniacal. There's no excuse.
0: Well, I mean, we're seeing uh, a very rare thing like very publicly it's being put out there that capitalism quite, at the end of the day, quite literally is a choice between human life and profit. And um, you, I don't know, it's becoming harder and harder to deny that. I don't know, the reason I've been blackpilled all week is because I'm not entirely optimistic that we will come out of this having resolved that I feel like if you're looking at what some of these larger corporations are doing, like Amazon and Walmart, like this is their economy. This is exactly what they want. These are the conditions they want and the conditions they need.
2: Th- this um, is like this is like to them, like I don't know. I don't know if it was Chris Rock. It was some comedian I heard say one time. It's like if somebody is paying you minimum wage, what they're saying to you is, "I would pay you less if I could."
0: Yeah, it's Chris Rock.
2: And what's funny about that is, like, these. this is, like, the optimal conditions that they really do want under normal circumstances. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, obviously, they don't want a pandemic or whatever because they want people shopping and whatever, like, you know, a little more leisurely than they are now instead of just an emergency. But they basically want these sort of Spartan, like, uh, people that unionize, get fired on the spot kind of shit.
0: Yeah, well, they want... If you're Jeff Bezos, what you want is crisis, um, like, and that's that's capitalism's tendency. It tends towards a crisis every ten or so years because it needs to disassemble and then reassemble. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, it needs to eat. Like, you know, it's you've got the vultures on top, and they need to just completely devour. You know, I, this is exactly they need to devour the smaller businesses and stuff. It's really kind of fascinating because capitalism doesn't even really work for the small business owner a lot of the times or even the medium sized business owner in a crisis. Those people just get completely fucking gobbled crushed,
2: up. Crushed, crushed. Yeah. And what's so funny about it is like they more or less believe they're in the same league with like the Jeff Bezos and exactly. the Walton families of the world. And exactly. until that crisis hits and then they piss and moan about it.
0: Exactly. Like, they they don't understand that the Jeff is and the Walton families and uh, whoever, they are so far, uh, like, it's like I was saying earlier on Twitter. Like, I was just trying to mentally conceive of the size of Amazon, and it was giving me a panic attack. It's so massive and sprawling. Jeff Bezos is so powerful that our capitalists have now managed to find a way to transcend the bounds of human existence itself they are almost sort of like a uh, godlike in a way like they can they can almost exit the system if they want and again this is why they talk about space colonization because they understand that they could do the, it <laughs> the, the, yeah. the biggest threat to them is the workers organizing and so they, they understand like well what if we just exit the system all and just automate it and let it fucking function on its own it's fucking bleak man but I mean, nothing's inevitable. I mean, but, you know, there was, like, four really important strikes that happened this week. Um, and it was fascinating to watch the the PR of these corporations, especially, like, Amazon and Instacart, um, sort of patch together a narrative afterwards that basically was like, well, the, the strikes didn't do shit. They, like... Uh, the thing they said about Chris Smalls, the the guy who organized the Amazon strike, was that he wasn't maintaining social distancing and um, all this. Like, you know, they they immediately deployed, like, the sort of moral high ground. And then Instacart says they claimed absolutely no impact from planned worker strike. The company says it sold more groceries in the past 72 hours than ever before. It's just like, again, like, they understand what's at stake here. And so you immediately see them go into... Um, just overdrive trying to like you know correct the narrative that anybody ever dissented in the first place
2: and the the funny thing about that is is sort of the contrast in it like amazon citing like the moral high ground of oh well chris smalls wasn't social distancing and following like you know the cdc's like mandates and all this stuff and then instacart on the other hand who throws their employees into a situation where they can't social distance to like go fetch our groceries for us and all that stuff. Just like, just taking the whole arrogant, like austere. Nah, we didn't really miss anything from that. You know, just the most bloodthirsty sort of thing.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty dark because like, I mean, I was talking to a, a friend about this. There are just like no protections for workers there's no one looking out for us anymore again this is no this is the thing that just keeps becoming more and more clear to me like so you talk about the bernie thing and you're like you're you're like uh well the reason we chose the democratic party as the vehicle for perhaps an insurgency and perhaps an administration and movement that could get rid of right to work, introduce worker protections, uh, you know, start a Green New Deal, all this other stuff, is because we thought that they were marginally on our side. We thought that they were marginal, that that they at least had um, adjacent views to ours to where maybe we could um, convince them, either convince them or beat them politically or whatever. Right. Um, but But now, you know, as this is all played out, it just becomes more and more obvious to us that like no one is looking out for us. Like we have no one on our side. Bernie, and that's about it. And that's really that's really the scariest part. It's like um you know, Biden was asked earlier this week about Medicare for all. If this it convinced him about Medicare for all and he was like, "No, Medicare for all wouldn't do anything to solve this." And you know, and if you were to tell me like three months ago like okay even if bernie doesn't win this primary it still makes sense to go to the dnc convention and try to get medicare for all on the dnc platform because that affects down ballot races right but their absolute refusal to embrace medicare for all now of all times tells me that that, that even that would be pointless that even trying to fight for the platform would be pointless because they are so committed to is. not yeah to not ever allowing that. And the thing is, and the thing I want to say about that, the reason why they are so absolutely resistant to Medicare for all is 100% because of Obama and ACA. That is the reason why uh, that why Biden cannot embrace Medicare for all because he understands it would be a refutation of the ACA. It would say that it would be
1: like publicly saying it wasn't enough.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then that would puncture a hole in their whole return to normal thing. My, that, that's a, you've exactly hit on it. If you
2: wanted to lay a lot of this suffering in terms of like what's happening with the healthcare system right now at anybody's feet, you have to lay it <laughs> at Barack obama's feet yeah absolutely because because make no mistake he is their standard bearer it's not joe biden joe biden's just some dumbass puppet they've just posted up there oh this is obama's party and he would rather people suffer and he would rather people not get the help they need not get the assistance they need than to have his like signature piece of legislation with his name on it be be like rendered like ineffectual
0: that's you're absolutely maniacal because the thing is, because what was the ACA? The ACA was a bailout of the healthcare industry. Nothing 100%. else. The whole thing was fucking top heavy, not profitable, uh, riven with contradictions and errors and flaws. They needed some sort of government marketplace to also,
2: make it possible. Also, popular. implicit in it was this idea that some lives are worth more than others, particularly if you can afford it, because like, they literally had bronze plans on the marketplace
0: <laughs> they did they totally fucking did i remember like, shopping for yeah. a bronze plan in 2013
2: yeah. and really and really what it was is just not about like getting fucked during tax time like that shit was worthless every time i went to the yeah. doctor, i still paid hundreds of dollars you
1: paid more with that you paid more with the bronze plan than you would have just to pay for not having an insurance on your taxes
0: <laughs>
2: yeah you really did you really
0: did Oh, my fucking God. Copper wire plan. I want that copper <laughs> wire plan, dog.
1: Around here, copper is gold, my man.
0: <laughs> I
2: want that stripped copper plan.
1: <laughs> Stolen copper plan
0: only. Oh, my fucking God, dude. Like, oh, but, Lord. But again, like, so, I mean, like, I hate to bring us back to this, but it's the, it's the one thing that's preoccupied my mind all week. So I'm somebody who's a little bit skeptical of the electoral process May. and engaging with it. Not cheated. Um but not. at the but I do I do fully believe that we it can't be fully abandoned because then that would just be seeding it if nothing else, then for just as a holding measure because it would be seeded to the liberals in the right. But like, if you really truly are pro electoral whatever i really need you to explain to me like what we do next and i mean that genuinely i'm not saying this is like a gotcha or i'm trying to catch you in some logic oh, trap. No, we're, like, we're
2: I'm... looking for some direction
0: <laughs> we <Well, yeah, no, laughs>
1: want answers we don't know
0: <laughs> i'm yeah i literally need to know because like what this tells me is that the democratic party is so committed to not even implementing or pursuing the most basic reforms like what do you do and again I've been on this fucking kick for two fucking weeks now that Bernie needs to like start his own thing or whatever and again I'm I don't even know if I really believe that still but like I don't know what else to fucking do (laughs) it's just kind of driving me insane
1: it is very bleak and I don't know I'm about to try to Organize at least a shame campaign on all the landlords I know of. <laughs> That's all I know to do, honestly.
2: Let me say this before we get too far away from the health care thing. Y'all remember a couple of years ago when when Daddy Andy's Daddy uh, was like praised for like writing that "My State Needs Obamacare Now" thing in the oh, New York yeah. Times, and it,
1: he got invited fashion. personally invited by Barack to the State of the Union that year.
2: He didn't he give like a like he spoke at the State of the Union,
0: right?
1: Yeah, he was st- he was recognized at the State of the Union, stood up and waved. I think
0: all he did was wave and say A- hi. Actually, I don't know if you guys remember this. He was chosen as the person to give the first response to Trump's first State of the Union. That's what or, I was talking about. Oh, yeah, Steve. It was, okay. He was either State of the Union or inaugural speech, one of the two.
2: Yeah, you're right. That's that's what I was talking about. It wasn't at the State of the Union, it was the first response. And the interesting thing I've I've thought about since then, especially in the wake of all this that's popping off, is that, like, the reason that Steve Beshear, like, that whole line of thinking about Obamacare got so much purchase here was because Obamacare made room for disposable people to get covered with, like, the bronze plans, for example, and all this kind of stuff. And, like, the only reason it's, like, was held as a success here is because... It literally sold people that couldn't otherwise afford anything a junk plan that was essentially worthless in terms of, like, covering their, like, health care costs and everything, but offered the satisfaction of being covered, you know.
1: Yeah, so we were able to say that, like, we got a million people signed
0: up.
2: Which meant nothing, really, in terms of health outcomes. Or nothing significant, you know.
0: Yeah, dude... (laughs) I guess it just comes, it keeps coming back to the thing that, like, we just fucking need a goddamn revolution or something. Because, like, the the reason I say that, I'm not saying that as, like, a meme or, like, to be edgy. But, like, what this has shown me is that Medicare for all is so insufficient because you need a comprehensive overhaul and nationalization of every aspect of the healthcare industry from top to bottom from hospitals to uh you know specialists or and your local pediatrician and whatever because like and and well and and the thing is though like if i'm bernie i would seize the moment and say while we're talking about nationalism or nationalizing (laughs) corporations or whatever (laughs) sorry walk it back (laughs) But, uh, you know, I'd say that's what we need. But that would be counter to this years-long campaign we've been running of Medicare for All, which kind of points to, like, the pitfalls of (laughs) these kind of campaigns. (laughs) I don't know, man. But, like, to me, I mean, you read these accounts from doctors and nurses, and it's like, it goes so far beyond just people not having health care. It is all based on the fact that our entire health system is completely oriented around the profit motive
2: (laughs) well it's that's exactly right it's it's predicated on like uh shortening resources in order to maximize profits you know what i mean that's why we get caught with our fucking dicks in our hands and we got a huge crisis on our hands and not enough beds to meet it not enough ppe for the people on the front lines or any of that shit like your chickens come home to roost and you know, like I, again, we come out on the other end of this. The people, the healthcare executives, need to be ostracized, and I hope you get what I mean by that. I'm winking really hard right now. <laughs> they need to be social pariahs, so much so that they'll never show their face again.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I I get what you. I I'm picking up what you're putting down, all my right, man. Man, all right, man. <laughs>
2: But, it, but you're right. I mean, and, and the other part, too, is is this is Medicare for all is important in the sense that it, it gives us that first like big leap into something that's like more like a NHS, like a national health system. But like, you know, even my mother has to like, you know, still works as you know, as a as a custodian at the place she used to work at to be able to afford her medicare supplement like we have to keep pushing on that uh, that question like medicare for all is going to be a huge a huge thing you know if we could get it implemented it's going to improve so many people's lives but i mean its most important function is it's going to be you know that first big step toward what we n- need in healthcare but it doesn't you know it's it's still it's still not without its problems
1: right well cuz people still fight for it
0: the reason i'm like sort of black-pilled right now is that this whole process has just shown me that, Medicare, that the Democratic Party is going to be the graveyard of Medicare for All. It seems to me like this whole fucking process has just been a really long execution of Medicare for All and everything Bernie stands for. <laughs> like, at least Hillary and them just beat Bernie and they moved on. It seems like this time it's all about literally publicly executing. They're trying to
2: salt our fields. They are they, trying they to really salt our fields. And, and their capos are like Alyssa <laughs> Milano and Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> truly
0: so like what do you do man i think that like i just again i just don't see the point well, that's it- why
2: the class question is incredibly important because you know that's how you, you can't get caught up in all that shit you
0: know yeah well in what way in what sense well i'm just
2: saying like you know it's like why you can't just be like it just can't be like a matter of, of ID poll, you know what I mean? Otherwise we're oh, yeah. going have motherfuckers saying that we're being rude to Whoopi Goldberg, who's got more money than God, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Um I
1: really did see watching her interrupt, Bernie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god. Just the well, fucking
2: the
1: worst.
0: Like that that like the intro to that episode of the view was fucking incredible. It was like how does Bernie respond to staying in the race and being a spoiler and being a piece of shit?
2: My man How just does... walked right into it. How does he fucking go on here fucking showing his little dick off? and <laughs> Which it ain't little. But
0: <laughs> I mean, I feel bad for him because, like, he's got no alternative. I mean, a lot of people say, and, uh, you know, I guess I, as a person with a leftist media platform, would say, well... Fuck the mainstream media. We need to build up our own alternative media platforms. And, like, I agree with that, but it's not going to have the same coverage and reach that these massive, multi-billion dollar media conglomerates are going to have. And so how do you infiltrate them? I don't know what you do. I mean, I guess it literally does have to be you have to hold the streets and the factories and the other places. I don't know how else you... Well, that's, that.
2: I mean, you're exactly right. We have to make them report on us. We have to be so big and so coordinated enough that they can't ignore what we're doing. That's the only way. It's. I mean, it's not going to be infiltrating culture or any of that kind of stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, well... I don't
1: know. I mean, it, it's... They've ignored a lot of huge news stories from the bernie campaign
2: well they're ignoring the fucking their their standard bearers got a goddamn sexual assault assault scandal and can't get no damn traction
1: that's what i was about to say i mean even i mean when the at the peak of the me too movement uh almost uh, at least half of these major news uh outlets had to fire people because people started coming forth and they were literally firing people left and right. You remember this? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and even then, they really weren't covering it. When Even, the, even though they were having to literally take people off air in the middle of a fucking show. <laughs> shit. Just crazy shit. Yeah. They, they couldn't even be brought... Like, not, they're it, They're untouchable. The fact that they won't even not you know it's and it's not just Biden it's the Clintons it's all of them they're all fucking pedophile insane fucking maniacs just ab- abusers across the board emotional Wait. physical
2: Gaslighters. Huh? Literally.
0: did you guys see this um did you guys see Pelosi's thing today
2: Hydra- hydrate pray and dance like nobody's watching <laughs> wash your hands hydrate pray and dance like nobody's watching
0: watching. that
2: y'all listen that's the direction we're getting of how we face a once in a generation well in our case you know we live through most of the aids crisis a few times in a lifetime public health
0: crisis (laughs) Oh fuck, dude!
1: The AIDS crisis didn't have this economic impact. Seven million people weren't unemployed,
2: right? Right, right. This yeah, is I mean it's, un- it's it's a different thing, but I'm just I'm talking about it in terms of public health. But also, also, I mean, yeah, I don't.
0: Yeah, anyway. No, it's unprecedented. Like this is literally unprecedented, guys. We are living through the defining historical moment of the next century of our entire lives that like 9-11 doesn't hold a fucking candle to I'm this telling you, this every... is on level with the great depression and world war Two.
1: <laughs> everything yeah. i do seems so stupid right now every email <sighs> i send everything everything seems so fucking stupid anytime someone tells me they're busy working i ask them if it's on a vaccine because it literally doesn't make any sense to be working on anything else Obviously, people I know aren't working on vaccines. They're, right, they're writing fucking grants and shit. Just the most insane shit.
0: Well, uh, it- I
2: always feel sorry for like those colleagues of mine that are still working on federal policy that doesn't directly pertain to COVID-19. Because it's like, why? <laughs> I hate to break this to you. The, the world is collapsing and the the Reclaim Act is never going to happen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I- Dude, even if it did, would it fucking matter? I mean, like... No, it wouldn't, but... The thing is, is like... I still can't get over the fact that as soon as this started, their number one, like, move was to immediately, without any public comment period or anything, and maybe this shows how sort of liberal I still am, because maybe maybe I'm the fool for thinking that there would even be a public comment period, but it's like... (laughs) There's, there's no public no public comment period for deregulating the entire fucking fossil fuel industry. <laughs> they were just like now nah, we're doing that. <laughs> like sorry.
1: <laughs> I love that. Ter- I
0: do. I really do love that. Your instinct was what? There's no comment
2: period. <laughs> well, we, well, give us a chance to organize and turn comments
0: out. God well, damn. we gotta raise our voices. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty fascinating. I, people don't understand that, like. You know, it's like people don't understand that like my politics has been specifically forged in the irons of watching the bureaucracy try to determine how much a human life is worth, whether it's the environmental regulations or prison system. It's all about how to triangulate how much a human life is fucking worth. <laughs> and yeah, so it it's
1: ain't like. Much. <laughs>
2: So, and, 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 and if you're, and it turns out if you're uh, digging mass graves <laughs> in at Rockers Island, New York City, and you're living at Rockers Island, that's about six dollars an hour.
0: Exactly, exactly. No, man, I. I uh, it is hard not to be bleak in times like this, especially when we're stuck in our fucking houses and we can't seize the moment and do anything about it. But. Um, But I guess one thing you can be doing is... Carrier uh, pigeons. Carrier pigeons. That's exactly what I was going to say. Carrier pigeons and fire signals. Smoke signals. Yeah. (laughs)
1: And if you know any landlords, drag them on the internet. Do the best you can do. Call them. I'm I'm about to start sending texts at like 4 a.m. You're a fucking scud bucket piece of dog shit. I hate you. (laughs) I'm just going to troll these motherfuckers literally on their cell phones. I actually
2: love that calling for you, Tony. You're very good at it
1: i am i'm gonna start i'm gonna start text messaging roger collins every night at midnight and say have you waived rent yet for all your tenants for the next six months every single night
2: oh my god they would fucking they would have hemorrhoids i'm doing (laughs) it and i'm gonna Uh, write about
0: it you should have thought about that
2: before you got down with opp buddy
0: I'm telling you from experience, all they'll do is just pretend not to know you in public. <laughs> like, who, who? Tanya, who? Who the fuck? I never met that person in my life.
2: That is so. That that is so funny. For those people that don't know, Terrence, uh, Terrence is landlord. Now, mind you, at that time, because the WIFX building wasn't even finished, but at that time, the guy literally had two units. You were one of two tenants. Yeah. And then years later, when you got into some trouble for writing an article, he acted like he didn't know you in front of those friends, <laughs> in front of his bougie friends. <laughs> like motherfucker, you know my paycheck every fucking month for two years.
0: You cashed my paycheck. You
2: cashed my paycheck, but you didn't know. Me. It's almost like that Simpsons episode where Mr. Burns knows the whole Simpsons family except Homer, who works for
1: it. <laughs> Homer
2: Simpson. Homer Simpson. Uh...
1: Uh, hell, if I was down with OPP, uh, I'd act like I, did, I didn't. I not know people. I'd act like I didn't either. I'd act confused. Um, plausible. Can that be the, can that be the
2: song we close out with? We play that. At the end of this? <laughs>
0: Wait, before we go, before we go, it would be, it's, it's. I guess it's incumbent upon us. It would be uh, malpractice if we didn't mention the number one controversy consuming the the Twitter-verse today, um, which is... We got Kruged again. We got Kruged. <laughs> God
2: Wait. damn it. We Just when we, we thought it was safe to go outside, we got Kruged again. We got
0: Kruged. What the fuck happened? Uh, I, I, Mikey Barbs and the Krug... Uh, they they rode on us today. <laughs> boom,
2: boom, 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 boom,
0: boom. Like, so. So if you're in a dark alley and you hear... Uh, drum and corn. On one side you got drum and corn, and on the other side you got Krug and Mikey Barbs. Oh, God. <laughs>
2: Just the most dastardly force.
0: I would rather have. I would rather. I would rather take on Mikey Barbs and Krug because I don't wanna fuck with drum and corn, man. I don't fuck with drum and corn. Like those guys are ghoulish. Got but nothing you can left tell to lose, man. <laughs> yeah, they've got nothing left to lose. Mikey Barbs and Krug are too soft. They're way too fucking soft. They write for the New York Times, so you know they've got nothing to lose. Um the Mother Jones assholes. They, they, they just, are truly Blackfield because they are literally dying in front of our eyes and still not supporting Medicare for All. So you know you don't they, want to fuck with them. They that. are
2: the people that are going to bomb post office wearing <laughs> pussy hats.
0: Exactly. Krugman and them are
2: just going that. to retreat to their place in the Hamptons and ride this
0: out. 100%. Um, Krugman today in the Barbs, uh, the Mikey Barbs, said that – Um. so they posted – they 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 had some article in the New York Times about people that weren't – social distancing, people that were still traveling more than two miles up to, I don't know what, like three or four days ago.
1: Oh, was that him?
0: Yeah, that's Oh my
1: God, that sack of fucking dog shit.
0: And so the whole South was like the epicenter of where people had traveled more than two miles. Um, And so I kind of wanted to see what you guys... (laughs) i kind of wanted to see what you guys thought about this you don't even have to have a take it's entirely possible that they just made up those stats because how the fuck do you even know that's what i said i
1: I was like how did they fuck there's no way this is bullshit this is like they
2: called like three people in each county or some shit (laughs) it's just uh,
1: reprehensible Uh, fucking all poor people have to travel further than they should to live to fucking survive and certainly in the south we're all spread out like oh fucking god you
2: might be surprised to hear this but there's no public transit in whitesburg kentucky are you peeing? yeah sorry
1: (laughs) oh my god tom (laughs) Jeez, we're at the end of history my friends this podcast is quite literally going down the fucking toilet
2: sorry i didn't want to pause for a pee break we were on such a good
0: yarn
1: we're at one well, hour sh- 13. I'm bouncing if this is what we're doing. I'm I'm
0: well, going to go pee myself. My man's got a strong <laughs> it's, non-prostate. I don't, uh, I don't know how
2: that happened, man. Sometimes it just lets <laughs> up and you get a for Jesus
0: spot. <laughs> <laughs> the audience now sees discrepancies in, your, in yeah. your story, Mr. Sexton. Maybe you don't have a fucked up prostate. Oh, I swear Although like. I
1: did hear a loud splash, which does indicate a small peen, so that checks out. <laughs>
2: Does it? Uh, that was that was that was my dick falling in the toilet bowl.
0: <laughs> interesting, very very oh, interesting. Jesus Christ. That's our contribution to the discourse on that issue. Incredible. Yeah, well, I uh, call
1: bullshit on that map for sure.
0: Yeah, it's got it's. I just don't even know how you would fucking because like. They had, like, counties out in the West. Like, look, okay, as someone who grew up in the rural West and now lives in the rural East, there's really not a whole lot of fucking difference as to how you get your groceries. Uh, so it's like... I, I, thought, somebody...
2: I was, I was going to say, yeah, it's either Indio Morricone or uh, <laughs> Wow, 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 or uh, Wayland Jennings. Yeah, same thing.
0: And so it's like did somebody just have a bone they wanted to pick with the south did somebody just show up at the ny times office Always. and Sam's like man fuck this south it's time to like fucking
2: oh yeah <laughs> it's time I, it's to so- finally ride on them these fucking guys huh <laughs> they won't stay no, in the literally. fucking house i'll oh, show them
1: is there a national fucking disaster let's figure out a data point that blames it on southerners <laughs> every fucking time
2: every fucking well, time well I mean the thing is it's like yeah of course like we talked about at the top of the episode it's like guys like Brian Kemp or Bill Lee the governor of Tennessee or Ron DeSantis in Florida or whatever it's like yes they deserve a million percent of our scorn. and the reality is that a lot of people will die because of them dragging their feet and like believing what their fucking game show host president was telling them but but to, like, but also understand that, like, people in the South, you know, like, there's different types of labor that you have to do. And it's usually what, what, like, most people you know in eastern Kentucky, what are they doing? Who do they work for?
0: Dollar General.
2: Dollar General. Double Quick. The gas stations. Walmart. That kind of stuff. And guess what places are open during all this? Dollar General. Yeah. Gas stations. Walmart. That kind of stuff. And so that's disproportionately makes up the jobs in the South. And so, like, that's important to remind, too, is, like... And and here's the thing about these fucking liberals that say shit like that. They're so goddamn stupid. What they're trying to signal to you, what they're trying to dog whistle to you, almost, is saying that, oh, it's these toothless fucking hick coal miners that gave us Trump that are now getting us in this jam. But what they don't fucking understand what they're doing when they (laughs) take out... when 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 they take out that equation, too, is that they're also saying, oh... Poor and working black folks, which in the South is what you're disproportionately talking about when you're talking right. about people that have to travel to work and all that kind of stuff, are the ones that are doing this. But they yep. that they don't, uh, yeah, they, uh, god damn they fucking.
0: Oh, and you're it's, right, Tom.
1: It, it, even further than that, it's the fucking, it's literally Republicans with money, not in the South, that are getting these people elected, not us. The people in power down here, Mitch McConnell. No one's fucking elected Mitch McConnell. The people with money elsewhere have got that motherfucker elected. They literally- and increasingly
2: Democrats. When you hear, I've, heard, I've, I've had people in Portland, Oregon, say they're getting Amy McGrath appeals from from
1: here. Oh my fucking god! Oh my. Which god. is funny.
2: They're like, where are the liberal meccas where they have money? Let's just send mailers out there and say we're running against Mitch McConnell.
0: The McGrath campaign is not doing well, my friends. You got, a, oh, you
2: got an upgrade an update from the Ditch Mitch campaign, don't you, Terrence?
0: I did. I got an update. The, the email says, never happened before, parentheses, not good. <laughs> <laughs>
2: There's a lot of things you can say that about right now.
0: Says Terrence, this isn't the news we were hoping to have to share, but we just fell almost two hundred and thirty thousand dollars short of our two point five million dollar FEC end of quarter goal, and what we need to defeat Mitch.
1: <laughs> I cannot believe they're still fundraising right now.
0: That's, a, I, that's a, I know, like Bernie has completely stopped fundraising. Yeah, yeah, this he's is fundraising insane. only for charities.
1: <laughs> yeah, literally, and I had already committed to give him money every week or month yeah week i'm giving him like 20 bucks a week right now and they're text messaging me to tell me they're they're funneling my 20 dollars elsewhere i'd already committed to give it to the campaign and they're not even keeping it
0: (laughs) right the
2: choice the choice is uh, it's clear (laughs) go go with Alyssa milano and let her get her tax breaks while you stay immiserated or come with us oh
1: god
0: Oh, man, it's not going to happen, though. It's not going to happen. Here's the thing. This is, again, why I was blackpilled at the beginning of the week and why I have reached a state of resolution now. I, I, I know what's going to happen. They're going to go with Biden. There's nothing we can do about it. Bernie will probably endorse him. We just need to all accept that no and saying. embrace and embrace political Islam. That is what I'm going with. I hope you all join me. I am converting to Islam.
2: You're leaning Is it... into the teachings of Clarence 13X? and
0: <laughs> Yes.
2: Uh, there's worse things you could do, I guess.
0: I, I don't know what else to do, man. I'm so fucking sick of these assholes. I cannot do it. Like, I just, like, again, it's like we were talking about earlier. We went with the Democratic Party as the vehicle for doing this because we thought that they were... At least enough on our side to get involved. But it's just been them scolding us and spitting at us and, t- and like, sending us out into a plague to vote, to, st- to do everything they can to stop us. And I just can't fucking do it. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> it's insane. It's Bakari Sellers calling it toxic when you want Medicare. When you want health care, what do you
2: yeah, say to we, that? Yeah, we, there's there's just nothing you can say. There's just you can't be you can't reason or bargain with these people. You, you can't
0: reason or bargain with them. So. Simone
1: Sanders is deleting tweets supporting women. That's exactly. Just,
0: it, we're you at the end it, of the line here. we have reached here. the end of history. <laughs> <laughs> we've reached the end of a history of yeah. one history.
2: Yeah, yeah. Let's not let's not get oh, that God. black pill to where we don't think yeah, that, that something will happen on the other side of this. Now the question is, what
0: is it? Well all we can uh, yeah, hopefully that's it, but I guess all we can do in the meantime is just keep podcasting and <laughs> praying to Allah.
2: And hydrating and dancing like nobody can see
0: you. I'm gonna quit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to quit this podcast and sign up for unemployment, honestly.
0: Why? What you don't wanna to... what's the matter, Tanya? I you don't <sighs> want to read the Quran with me? <laughs> Uh, okay i'll get I, my bible quotes it from is a mo- and
2: my much more adult religion me. than christianity <laughs> yeah that is true oh okay. i just don't know
1: what I, i'm blackpilled too now that i googled it know what it means <laughs>
2: <laughs> welcome sister
0: remote recording is awesome because Agreed. we can just we can be our own interns it's badass <laughs> And we don't no, have to look dumb. No, I can googled it, up it in real time. I,
1: I googled it yesterday when you tweeted it. Or it three days ago. I don't know. A fucking year ago. What is time?
2: The mm. sun comes up and the sun goes down. That's really right. all I know. On
0: right. my side of town. There's a fucking tick on this pillow. <laughs> God. And, Damn
2: it. That's the kind of shit. I gotta go. I gotta go. That's the kind of shit that the universe go. throws at you just to put you on <laughs> skates, man.
1: What if these like, pissed and the other one's fucking searching for ticks. I gotta
2: go. The, the, other, the, other day, the other day, I saw this article that said, oh, actually, we've reversed our thing. Cats and dogs can carry COVID-19. I saw that. And saw the same that. fucking night, Arrow crawls in bed with me and fucking sneezes in my face. <laughs> And I'm like, the universe just did that to fuck with me. <laughs> She's not even been out of the goddamn house. <laughs> Tom, what did you do? I just said, I'll be goddamn. <laughs> and looked oh. up at the ceiling.
1: All right, I, my Zoom battery low. I really do got to bounce.
0: All right, well, uh, join us on the Patreon. Um, this week's episode is a continuation of last patreons episode that's right we're in the era of history where you have to listen to the previous episode to understand what's going on in this one no i'm just saying that so that people will sign up okay yeah (laughs) i was like really god damn it (laughs) (laughs) um hopefully we should go
1: down to only paid episodes We Trailblaze for the people. Bellies is a non-essential
0: service, and we need to shut down. I disagree.
2: Um, Podcasters are the ultimate first responders, even in a crisis.
1: Oh god! God. If
2: all
0: goes well, if all goes as planned, this upcoming weekend we should have an episode for you about the wonderful Steven Seagal. Um, 1997 film Fire Down Below. If you uh, haven't
2: watched it, I suggest you watch it before Sunday. The
0: the <laughs> the whole thing is completely absurd. Um, but anyways, yeah, we, we should uh we'll we should we'll probably be reviewing that on our Patreon this weekend. So sign up Patreon p a t r e o n dot com slash Triple Workers Party if you don't want to do that we will be here every week regardless um no matter how little we've slept and how black peeled we might be so anyways uh thanks for tuning in everybody and um we'll see you in the funny papers we'll
2: see, we'll see you in there
0: All bye. right bye
1: okay but y'all y'all don't go nowhere